informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. Hey guys, Brian here. We had some audio struggles on this one, mainly I did. I'm not sure what goes on with the Zoom calls, but next time I will make sure I don't sound like I'm underwater. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this podcast is none of those things. It is me, Brian, and I am here with Elliot. We are doing this recording via satellite from opposite ends of Houston. Elliot, how are you this evening? Doing really good. Doing really good. You know, having, you know, have, have, Long, have long tales to tell, but short drives to tell them. So that means we meet somewhere in the middle or none of those things. Okay, so let's try this again where you say something that makes sense. Elliot, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing well. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, like I said, you need, to, you need to come from a distance and just walk up to me and slap me. Wait, no. You're <laughs> you. You're like, there. You know, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of like that one time I was in Beaumont, not Beaumont, uh, Brownsville, the town with the other B in Texas, not named Buda. You know, was walking to a house. It was back in my younger days when I was a door-to-door salesman selling oh, coupons, and uh, and a and a and a husky German Shepherd mix came bursting out of the 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 dog house because I honestly thought the dog was on the inside because there was nothing moving because it was hot it was like a hundred degrees right what would be moving it was so hot that bees weren't even flying it was so hot that flies weren't flying and flies you know there's a lot of stuff around that flies get to and they weren't out all right the dog ran and went so hard that it jumped that it broke the chain and was making a beeline towards me. And, you know, because of point in life, this is when you know I was, This is, I guess that was the tipping point of knowing that I had aged, too old to run, too old to climb. Like, common sense was just saying, where am I going to go? You know, kind of like what happened on on Sunday night at the Oscars. Chris Rock and I can compare notes. Wow, that was <laughs> a long way to go to get there. <laughs> like, the dog? I'm like, first off, I'm enthralled. Like, what happened with the dog? So, so what happened was this. So what happened was this. So the dog was coming up, and the dog was like barking and running to full speed, right? And and common sense hit me upside the head. It was like, like I started to, I started to run, and then coming, they're like, you know, God got jokes. He's like, you know, your your fat backside can't run. Yeah, those days are long behind you. And then I was like, and then my other side of me. Dark side turned. I was like, this dog was gonna have my fat self running in hundred degree heat in a sport coat and a tie. <laughs> oh no! I turned around looked at the dog and I was like, what? <laughs> and the dog, and the dog stopped. And then, the, dog, the dog stopped and get and did the like the the tilt, the head tilt. Like this fool's crazy. <laughs> like I was about to chop him and he's like. You're crazy. I'm not touching it. We all turned around and got up and just walked back to the, and I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. And a sweat was beating down my, I was, I sweat like a New York mayor. What? 
you know, you know, you know, Trump's Trump's lawyer <laughs> has uh, mayor. Uh huh. Yeah, him. I think I didn't it, have any like you know hair coloring because that would have been funny. I, I don't recall some situation with Giuliani sweating himself to death, but okay. Well, they, like I don't doubt it happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it 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 was on a it was on a news interview. It was it it was it it, it was put it this way. They made fun of him on SNL about it. I saw that, and SNL within the week was like, "Yeah, we're going to roast him on this." So you never <laughs> forgot it. Well, speaking of subjects that SNL's sure to have a field day with. Oh yeah, I can't wait till Saturday. Especially with a former SNL comedian being involved. Yeah. The slap heard round the world <laughs> makes a joke and Will Smith tees up on him like Tiger and Augusta. I, I guess so. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, ti- Tiger actually like you know, hits with the force of a tiger. Will Smith, not so much. <laughs> the tiger, when he swings his golf clubs, it's kind of impressive. Will, not so much. <laughs> I, I mean, for a guy who trained to play Muhammad Ali, the fact that he didn't, in fact, slap the taste out of Chris Rock's mouth is one of the uh, compelling reasons to think maybe it's a work. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Or maybe he had the kind the sense that you know, Chris Rock is from Brooklyn, so even if he did like s- uh, slap hard and connect legitimately, that he might not, Chris might not get him there, doesn't mean he won't get God later. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's an interesting thing about millennial life. Millennial, this whole, and younger thing, like, I said something. It's over now, because I said something. No, 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 no. That that in your age group, that would be the end. But you get, but you live long enough, you get old enough, you get some experience under your belt. You realize that you don't have to go chasing after the deer. You have a sniper rifle, and you just, or in your case, you have a challenger, and you just have to be <laughs> driving down the road. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let's. Like, just, it's just dripping with the springs about it. You got a better buck with your car than I ever got with a rifle. <laughs> yeah, and it was, and it, let's put it this way. It was a cheaper buck than what, than what Will might actually get charged with if Chris decides to sue. So, I mean, he declined in press charges. Uh huh. It was just that the whole scene was wild. I mean, I'm not a watch the Oscars guy, so, you know, you and I were on the phone when it happened, but the video was up within minutes. It was one of those where, as you watch the video, I've probably watched the video 50 times. <laughs> yeah, who has Exactly. It pops up everywhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> but when Chris Rock makes the joke, which was, I mean, it was a funny joke. I mean... Do you go there necessarily? Eh. Comedians like to push those boundaries. It's not like he was like, like, honestly, he was putting her in a blockbuster film. I mean, it's about time somebody does. 
Yeah, I know, because we haven't seen her in one of those, like, Centimetric? Okay, well, wow. She wasn't really even the star of that. She was like, no. Yeah, no, she, she, she was. But the last one she was a star in that I remember was Jason's lyrics, so there you what? go. I don't even. I honestly could not tell you a Jada Pinkett film beyond her presence in the two Matrix sequels. Well, there, there you go. Um, it's. And, 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 you know, the reality is, for me, is this, is that with Chris Rock, you know what you're getting, okay? Like, I mean, he's that type of comedian. He's been doing this, like, like I was Walter's age when he was doing comedy, all right? You know, look, I look, here's the thing, you you run how far back he goes, look at Miami Vice, mid-1980s. He has a cameo in that in, in an episode on Miami Vice. That's how far back he goes. So 19, that was like 1984, 85. So I was like, okay, I was nine. Okay, no, I wasn't as young as Walter. That's, that's pretty damn far back. He's like, goes, I didn't even know he was in I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. That was before SNL. <laughs> that's how far back he goes, okay? So we know what we're getting when it comes to Chris, okay? He's, and it's not like he hasn't hosted the Oscars before. And it seems like routinely, every Oscar, he, he made ends fun up. Of Jada Finn. <laughs> yeah, he, he what? He made fun of Jada, Jada Pinkett then, too. Yeah, but he also pissed off. Um, I remember he pissed off because, like, um, he had talked about uh, Jude Law in one of the Oscars when he was, he was hosting, and Sean Penn had to come up and when he got on the microphone, had to set the record straight that Jude Law was a credible actor and whatever, and had to, and, and 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 like you know, and I'm like, I still remember the fact thing the whole time. First of all, I don't even remember the last movie that you were in, Sean. And <laughs> like at the time, this is like twenty something years ago, right? And Jude Law, like he had like he had one year where he had like. He was like in every like love triangle movie you could think of. Like he was really building himself as an actor playing a player, gigolo <laughs> type, right? That was his thing. And he was typecast as a scumbag. Yeah, like the type of guy that women like to look at, but are horrible to have a relationship with, right? And, and Chris Rock, you know, that was all part of his stick then. So bringing back to this, so him and. He's telling jokes the whole evening. He's making fun of everybody. You know, on one of the other podcasts that I am on, the lady that I co-hosted with, she's connected in certain circles, like, that connect with him, right? And so, like, and you know, we're always talking about, like, people treat each other, teach others how to treat them, right? So there was some particular type of license that existed between Chris Rock and Will and Jada and all of that. Before any of that, but to be okay to joke about saying G.I. Jane. I mean, it's G.I. Jane. <laughs> right? And for me personally, I don't, I mean, I, let's put it this way. It, it didn't, it was, it wasn't like he just like simply just called out and made like a straight like alopecia joke. Right? Demi Moore had to shave her head for that role. Right. Demi Moore actually looked pretty. You know, I don't think we have to explain the joke. <laughs> right. But no, but I'm thinking though, but here's the thing though. Jada, but here's the deal though. Like for me, like Jada looks pretty bald. 
Yeah, we know as guys, we know as guys that not every guy looks good ball. You know, you know, they, they do. A lot of guys do it. Shave their head ball, they throw ball, whatever. Some head, some guys' heads look good. Some guys don't. <laughs> I mean, but you know, Jada is a very beautiful woman. She's very pretty to look at. She she, she rocked that bald look. That is like. But right. she's oh, but but for her career in the movies that she's done, she's always had the short hair look anyway. Right. Always the next iteration of like your your hair short. It always looked good short anyway. But neither here nor there. I'm looking at the fact that Will when, when he told that huh? joke, Will was laughing his ass off. Yeah. And she's scowling and rolling her eyes and it's like you know, they cut away, and then all of a sudden they're back on Will walking up on the stage. It's like, no, he got told to take care of some business. <laughs> right. <laughs> he got told like a good, he got told like a good little boy. The fresh. No, you don't do that. You don't do that. I don't like that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's kind of. Like, he should have been like, woman, get that young buck you've been sleeping with to take care of this business. <laughs> yeah, he he likes to roll up in my bed. He can handle that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean you but, made him look like a fool on that I mean, red table talk, and then she's gonna have him do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and That's so, and, and and the reality is this: that was not the route that he had to go. As big as imposing as he was. As he is, um, compared to Chris, right? Whatever. He could have easily just walked up, leaned over, like, and, and said something into Chris's ear to stop. If there was really, if, if, if it was not a work, if it was, if this was really a, a wrestling work, then fine. So be it. It's Shawn Michaels taking Marty Jannetty through the barbershop window. It's The Undertaker chokeslamming Hulk Hogan at the love show. And Rivenov is cross. I mean, it's it's that we see this in pro wrestling all of the time. But if it isn't a work, there are better ways to handle that. Well, so here's the thing, though. I still think you have Rock hosting the Oscars next year. Uh -huh. instead, of, instead of Chris Rock, it's The Rock. Yeah, nobody's going to slap him. But I would. But ratings would. You know, the ratings would go through the roof. If that is who hosts it, it'd be amazing. It would be because we'd be dying to see, like, okay, so and and and, and the rock does tell us tell a similar joke, and then seeing who's gonna walk up and slap him. He walk. He's up there next year. And he goes, Jada, I love your barber. Does great work. <laughs> While he rubs his shiny bald head, right. <laughs> you know, or you know what? Vince could easily WWE wasn't funny last well, they were funny last night because on, on Raw, Bianca Belair knocks uh uh what's well, I heard she cut some of Becky's hair off. Yes. And I was like, this would be old WWE, but it was WWF, the old shtick would be they they take something that happened in the headlines. And they would adopt the programming to do something similar to that. Right. 
they're like tired. That's when WWF was fighting for relevancy. So, like, <laughs> like when um, uh, remember the ice skating event where the uh, Nancy Kerrigan, yes, Harder? yes, and 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 the very next um, WWE Monday Night uh, show. It wasn't Raw back then. It's on Friday back. I'm going. Hogan was walking out to. Um, for a match, and some dude comes out from behind him with a rubber steel bar. It hits him in the in the back of the knee. They make it hard <laughs> for him to actually like. He couldn't wrestle that night because he got hurt. He was whining and crying about his knee. It was straight like out. We all anybody was that like had half a clue understood what they were doing. Like that was what like crate. It was cheesy shit. I could see Vince doing. It's Vince. Hey, it's Vince. It's we Vince. are still off track. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh my goodness. So listen, here's here's the thing. I think we have to say the jokes have been amazing. Yes. I, I saw he used an open hand because paper beats rock. <laughs> um, I think that Chris Rock could be cast as the thing in the new Fantastic Four. <laughs> because obviously he's got a chin made of stone because the way Will wound up, he should have gone down. <laughs> like right. that, was, that was not a light slap. Like the only thing that you can say about it is Chris, Chris Rock has a stone chin. Mm-hmm. Or, <clears throat> because we talked about it, could be a work. Yeah, well, I'll tell you one thing. I, 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 I'll tell you one thing, though. Bear painting, bear, bear paints, and uh, and Sting. It's thing about endorsing Will Smith for his ability to to uh, to uh, paintbrush. Paintbrush. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like we do have multiple options if it is if it is a work. Next year's WrestleMania is in L.A. Oh Lord, Roman Reigns and Will Smith versus. Chris Rock and The Rock. Oh yeah, that that could. I'm or I'd totally watch that. But you know what though? Here's a, here's another way that they could do it. They could do a Hug It Out Part Two. Remember, man, he's because he goes by Danielson now. But uh, Daniel Bryan and Kane hugged it out to hug out oh. their differences. <laughs> yes, man. If I were bent. I would arrange for a because 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 historically historically the new season of Raw or new, new season for WWE always started the the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania, right? So you arrange for Chris Rock and Will Smith to be at Raw, and then they and the crowd would get it, hug it out, hug it out, hug it out. Yeah, I can see that. Now we've got a couple other options. Remember the TV show The Slap? They yeah. could be remaking that. Hear me out on this one. Do you remember the Chappelle Show sketch about Rick James and Charlie Murphy? <laughs> yes. Will Smith is Rick James. It was all just a rehearsal. Chris Rock's playing Charlie Murphy, and Will Smith is playing Rick James. And it was all about, what did the five fingers say to the face? Slap! <laughs> Unity! <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I I can see that. I I that that would that would be hilarious. I do know one thing. 
announcement next week, like, Chris Rock and Will Smith starring in I'm Rick James, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can see into that student standing like, look, Chris Rock's shows have sold out almost immediately after, like, because, see, here's the thing. If it's not a work, this is another reason why this is, this was a bad move, because Chris Rock is a comedian. He'll <laughs> kill this on stage. I mean, <laughs> we're talking about, like, you just gave one of the legendary comedians who's still in his prime. You just gave him ammo. I believe Chris Rock is in Boston tonight. Like, it's his first show back on the road. I had heard on the radio that he had sold more tickets for this tour in the nine hours after the slap than, like, the month or three months previous. Yeah. We, we've kind of joked around. We've, we've talked a little bit about it. But if it's not a work, then there's some real issues. I, I read a couple articles, including one that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar put out. Uh-huh. Talking about how Will Smith perpetuated stereotypes. Uh-huh. That. Um, and then he was also talking about the the whole concept of defending his wife from words, from jokes, by getting physical like that. Right. Essentially belittles her saying she can't defend herself from jokes. Right. And it, it perpetuates the whole damsel in distress thing. Mm. Now, <clears throat> I don't know about all that, but uh, I mean, I, I also didn't know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar could be bothered to comment on anything um, socially. Right. That was interesting that it was coming from him. Right. I'm sorry, you didn't catch that being an old school Lakers fan you are. No, I I, I heard that. I, I've seen that he had said something. I just didn't bother to read it because because <laughs> uh, everybody has a take on it. Um, yeah. And, and for me personally, an adaptation on what he said, but basically it was some playground mess. Like, you know, the guy's girlfriend, someone says something, and like, and so you go up there to like have a fight on the playground to square somebody up for what they said about your girl. Okay. Right. That, when you're 16, it's, it's not okay for a 16-year-old to do it. When you're in your 50s, because let's face it, he's crossed over to AARP. You should know better. I had to, <laughs> like, I mean, cause all, all jokes aside, I had to talk, I had to have a conversation with uh, Jay about it. Um, because we, because we, because we, we did trade jokes about the situation. We did. We, 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 we yucked it up. But I then mean, I still, but I still, but I'm a dad. I had to bring it all the way back just to make sure to see where his head was at. Like, okay, you, you do understand that you can't let somebody push your buttons to the point that you act out like that, right? I mean, you know, was it, was his joke the best joke to, 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 to say? No. But on the other side, it still was just words. And you know, I've actually watched an example of, and I, and I talked about this last, um, earlier tonight on financial fitness, and actually before financial fitness with the, with the, with Beverly Black, they're, they're the co-host for that. And said, so, like, you know, I've literally witnessed at a wedding where there was a celebrity comedian at a wedding and there was, um, it was supposed to have been made clear that 
there was only a certain level of style of jokes that he could do with the venue and how the family was and all that, right? Because the dude could, you know, he was he was known for being kind of like a Chris Rock esque type, you know. Okay. Say. He just he's just not that's just not um, he just was on celebrity. You if I said his name, I'm not going to say it, but if I said his name, you would know who he was. Okay. His his jokes, his line of jokes that he he went into um, offended the mother of the bride, which obviously then would affected the bride, that whole thing, right? And so the groom, who happened to be a Marine, oh God, I got, got up and walked over to, and, and while the man was in his bed, sounds, it sounds like so far as apples to apples, right? And so he walks over and puts his, you know, and, 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 and the comedian got scared immediately as he walked forward because the guy's a big, imposing guy, right? But uh-huh. all the guy did was put his hand on the man's shoulder, lean over and said, said whatever he said, but it got shut down. Dude was stopped like that, right? And then mm-hmm. the mother's husband and the son went and talked to the dude away from the event itself, right? Behind closed doors, right? So the situation got handled, but there was no, like, what, you, what people saw happen at the Oscars. That did not have to. That did not have to happen that way. Did it, could the situation have? If it, if you want to address the situation, there's a way that you handle the situation as an adult, right? If if in the event that like it's like a physical altercation, Chris Rock was literally running after Jada Pinkett Smith. Physical oh, yeah, well-being. That's a total different animal. Yeah, it's a totally different. But we're talking about. Like Chris Rock jokes makes fun of everybody. So right, and so if you're if you're willing, and the thing is, the license will give folk like that, especially in that venue, and that's in that environment, you're laughing at everything else. You've given the license for more, so, and you can't be okay with laughing at everybody else that he's making fun of, and then also it gets to you, and also magically your hands off. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. that's just the way it goes. So, and Will Smith's old enough to know that. Jade is old enough to know that they're a like I said they're both over the AARP. They can model for the magazine. Old enough to know better, and so that's where I that's where I and that's again with that little asterisk. If it's not a <laughs> work, if it is a work, so be it. If it but is I, a work, I'm impressed because but, but, because because this. This is how good the work is. If, if, if this really is the work, this is how much they've sold it. Academy didn't even know anything about it. They are trying to cover themselves right now. They're like, and the storylines that are coming out, like the they're saying that they're investigating. You know, I was like, really? It was on. You know, it was on everybody's camera. Everybody DVR'd that. It's been replayed over and over. This isn't <laughs> like we all didn't see what happened. <laughs> if you want to see it. Just scroll through Twitter. Like, I'm seriously, like, like the only, let's put it this way. The only, the, the one celebrity I know that didn't see it was Stevie Wonder. He only heard about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know. Uh, I'm going to stop you for that joke. <laughs> I'm just saying, though. Where's the lie? Wow, Where's no the lie? lie no lies told. <laughs> so, I mean, if it, if it wasn't a work, and if there wasn't some kind of purpose to it beyond beyond what Will was acting like it was for, then 
he needs to look at himself. He needs definitely to have some deep reflection, not just on himself, but on his relationship. Because, like I said, their their relationship got weird. Yeah, it did. I I would I would normally say that's none of my business. Mm-hmm. Except they went and put it out there, right? Like they put their weirdness out there for everyone to see. I guess just so Jada could get some ratings on her YouTube show. Right. And it's like, they have to expect some pushback. Because, like, because frankly, what we and I were talking about before we got started, like, the interesting thing about American society, generally speaking, you know that everything is equal in a in sense of, like, or, or it's, it's normal, is that when we're not really, like, talking about it like that, we're like, okay, we know people we know that there are weird people out there. We know that 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 where that that people do have odd tastes and all that. What we don't like is it just being thrust up in our face like we have to look at it and now you're like we weren't really thinking about talking about it, but now you're making me talk about it. But well, and I think people, especially in this country, we like it. We love some good gossip, especially celebrity gossip. Especially sordid details, but nobody unearthed that that whole situation before she put it out there. Nobody thought anything about them. Like they've been married for twenty five years, you never saw them on the Inquirer until then, right? Like they were just one of those. They they were like a Tom Hanks and um, whatever his wife's name is, Rita Hayes. I, the quote the rock. It doesn't matter what her name is, but the reality <laughs> is but the reality is no, you you're right. I mean and, and but but generally speaking though, we really didn't know and we we didn't ask to know. Right. And like saying like because it's it's none of our business really what people do behind closed doors. If they like dating trees, so what? <laughs> like if they if if she has a, if they have a relationship with you know cockroaches and rabbits. And that's their thing. Whatever. Hey, look, I'm just saying. You know, hello. <laughs> I actually cracked myself up <laughs> with my own face in the in the feed. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's I'm like, what people do behind doors. Look, 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 what people do behind the bottom line is what people do behind closed doors. That's their own business. And so, I mean, so, so, so what they get a little insight into your mind with that. Was that Elliot? I mean, hey, look, since hey, 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 since I've come down to Texas, I've been down since nineteen. There's been literal of people having getting caught having relationships with cows, pigs, <laughs> and other types of guys' creation. Right, and they've all happened since you came down to Texas. I mean, they were having, they were happening before I got down here. Elliot, you're running a reign of terror over the barnyard. I'm very concerned. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's put it this way: you know, having having grown up along, you know, you know, being around the, the Southern Ohio West Virginia border, I thought I'd seen some weird stuff. But there are some things down in Texas, Louisiana, that really took the cake. So at this point in my life, I don't, I can't say what people don't do. All I gotta know, all I gotta say, what they do behind closed doors, that's their business. 
That's I do not care. You got all that business out on the Oscar stage. I mean, honestly, I feel like next year's Oscars are going to get a huge rating just to see what happens between those two. Well, you know what, though? I was surprised if the Oscars, like, try to get a contract with WWE and try to arrange for a celebrity death match, wrestling match during the Oscars. That's, so, you know what? Listen, the Academy thinks they're all highbrow. They're above WWE. Not anymore. They're, they're, so, sure. They're none of those things, right? Johnson. <laughs> John Cena and The Rock are not making Oscar bait movies, but they're making all the cash. I will say this. You know what? We continue this fixing stuff um, series. And have, like, how to fix the Oscars. Because, see, <laughs> I can definitely tell you how to fix the Oscars. Don't have them. Shorten them by about three hours. Yeah, like, you know, just just come out with a punch list. This is who won, but like just like you know, just truncate it all. We don't need to know who was the best man holding the microphone that was thirty foot long in the rain. It was a it. I mean, okay, so he was good. Don't care. But like, I really and honestly, I just those those best boy grips. They need their recognition too. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And I'm pretty sure the mom and dad love them and say that that's my boy. See how he's holding that microphone? Baby, you can do it. That's really good. I get that. All right. Everybody needs that moment. You know, and I, and, and, you know, I, and, and like, I, hey, I'm a parent. I'll be happy no matter what my kids do. <laughs> but, but, What's gonna be you know, is when you're on a movie set again, which you will be soon. Yeah. And that, and that boom mic operator is just glaring at you well, because he listened to the episode and he heard you say that and he's like, oh yeah? Forget this guy. He's going to put well, a remote controlled mace on the end of that boom mic. <laughs> just little tiny squirts just enough to like make you weird. No, I mean... Little pepper shaker so you're just sneezing every take. And look, it's Texas. Look, he won't. He won't need to do that. This is Texas um, allergy season, and the pollen is high. You know, like I like. I'm sneezing anyway. <laughs> like this heat is oh, okay. Yeah. So that's kind of. So while I've got you here, let's let's do one last thing. Caught a little bit of news this evening. You might have missed it because you were recording your other podcast. Do you want to name drop it right now? Yeah, the name of the other podcast is a, it's a serious podcast. It's called Financial Fitness, and it's uh, co-hosted by me and the CEO of Tribe Family Channel, Beverly Black. He's also CEO of Gumbo for the Soul International. And today, in, in today's uh, broadcast, we talked about I talked about Index Universal Life IULs. A really good topic, and we did name drop and discuss. This podcast is none of those things because because today we we because we at the time of this taping and recording that we it's on a Wednesday and we released the fixing sports part three. Talk about hockey, NASCAR, and you do understand this is, this is next week's episode. Yeah, 
Yeah, I so just, you say, but, but at the time that we're doing this recording, this is when it happens. So, 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 like, so, so, so we need to keep the, so, so the, um, so we did drop that, you know, so, so there's love going between both podcasts, you know, right now. And, and so, whereas we are entertainment, uh, financial fitness is educational and serious. Cause it's about financial stuff, right? So. It was good, and we're gonna be we're gonna have some more stuff. And, and oddly enough, every week that that we're releasing none of those things on a Wednesday, it coincides with the live broadcast podcast of financial fitness. So it's working together, two different flavors really? going on at the same time. So, and I'm gonna plug my other podcast here too, because that actually is getting released tonight. It already released the Vastine and Marty Show with. Uh, Frequent this podcast is none of those things guest from the Over the Fence series. That is with Carol. And this this week on Vastine and Marty, we talked about Carol's writing process because she has finished the first draft of her novel. She has started the editing process, the revision process, and I am super stoked to read it after she goes through it again. I read it as she wrote it, but I I can't wait to, to see what all she does with it. And here's my final topic for you, Elliot. What a piece of news came across the wire. Bruce Arians, coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, mm-hmm. retired as the as a coach this evening. Tom Brady unretires and Bruce Arians says, you know what? I'm out. Now he's moving into the front office uh-huh. with the players, so he's still going to be around. But we did hear at the end of the season that there was some tension between Arians and Brady, and I wonder if Brady's unretiring led to Bruce Arians retiring. They're both multimillionaires. I wish I had that issue. <laughs> like you know. Like I'm making twenty million dollars a year. I can't work with this guy, but I got promoted to making even making forty million dollars a year. I get to like I might get to coach this guy, but I get to manage everything else about his life. Like <laughs> I, I like I mean, I, I, do they both need tissues? Last time I checked, last time I checked, when I watched, you know, Fox NFL or Sunday Night NFL or Monday Night Football NFL. Me watching it is ratings that pays the salaries of those guys. So technically, I'm their boss. Oh, good luck with that statement. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's where that, I mean. I'm not as, but 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 when it comes to Brady, though, we all know who really is his boss. That would be Giselle. I don't think so. He, I do. Like, yeah, exactly. You know why? She very publicly made it known she wanted him to retire, and he yeah. did for forty yeah, days. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's that, that's the whole point, though. See, that's the whole point. She thought that's what she wanted. They were talking about a life inside of a woman's head, but she thought that's what she wanted, oh, right? And 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 it took seventy two hours after he retired, and she realized. That I'm going to be dealing, I already got little boys and I got a 45 year old man acting like one. Like, which one of these things did I kick out to like go back to doing what he was doing 
because he was peaceful and he left me alone. You know, because in in, in those three days, all of a sudden she, she was used to she was used to grocery shopping by herself. Now he's he oh, went sure she grocery shops. Yeah, but let's just let's just go with it. All right, whatever she was used to doing by herself, all of a sudden she had somebody coming with her. Right, like Tom. <laughs> Right, she was used to hang out with her girlfriends. Now Tom is trying to be included, right? And she can just you imagine. Huh? Can you imagine Tom Brady house husband? Yeah, it obviously it didn't work. Just it like, didn't work at around. all. Like, honey, I'm 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 going to the shed. I'm gonna go work on something, and he goes in there, and he has like a birdhouse kit, and right. he's just like. Hammering it, and then he looks at a football, and like a single tear comes from his eye. But no, here's here's what really threw her for a loop. Gronk calls him, and he's like, "Gronk, you want to come throw the ball around, dude?" Nah, like, but but here's what got him kicked out, though. Here's what got him kicked out to go back to the football field. He, besides being annoying with with father wherever she went, he tried to close the way that he liked to do it. Because she's had like she's been playing for like twenty for twenty plus years, she's been able to do stuff herself her own way, and, <laughs> <laughs> and like and and, and and she was like, oh no 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 no. Like, ask any ask any woman that that her, when her husband finally that first like month or so, they were like uh, the wife was sitting there like, I don't know, I'm I'm I might have to kill him. The deathless part might be <laughs> like, like you know that. That's why you find some. That's why you find so many guys that that retire finding a second job, right? It's like you know, I just got to make some money because I can't sit at the house, right? Because <laughs> she'll kill me. Because like you know, not it's not like he wasn't trying to help her. It's just that the fact is the way he's stuck in his ways and she's stuck in her ways and. She's been able to rule the roost while he's been out for whatever, and now she's gonna have to share when she don't. She just, she doesn't have to share. She's just a, she's just a watching Days of Our Lives in the middle of the day. Now he wants to watch ESPN First Take at one instead of letting her watch the soap. <laughs> okay, first off, so many stereotypes there. It is. But, I'm having fun though. Uh, hold on, hold on. She comes in the kitchen in the morning. There's a. There's just. Avocados all over the table. <laughs> Tom's got a bucket of avocado ice cream brewing, but then he's got another bucket with all the pits. Uh-huh. And he's like, "Honey, I've got a great idea. We're gonna turn the backyard into an avocado orchard. We'll never have to buy them again." <laughs> that, uh, no, but that, what's worse yet is that everybody they were they were having. For thirty straight days, thirty straight days of thirty straight mornings of avocado toast. I mean, there's worse things that have happened to you. Yeah, I know, but thirty days straight of of anything. Think about it. You and I both think about it. You and I both love to eat, but there's not one thing that that when we were younger, we were allowed to eat whatever. We're not now, but we used to. I know. At least that's at least. That's the story. We're sticking to it for the doctor. Listen, listen. I had a salad for dinner 
and Jello, sugar-free Jello, with sugar-free Cool Whip for dessert. This is what I had. My I mouth had... is bad at me. Okay, so <laughs> this is this is what I had. I had baby, I had baby spinach, baby leaf spinach, or whatever they call it. I had that, and I had some. I found some mar- marsala. I, I found I found a little cup of marsala sauce right at the back <laughs> of the fridge. All right, and then I and so <laughs> I put three was cups. Was it of actually spin- marsala sauce, or were the mushrooms grown in the back of the fridge? No, 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 no. It hadn't, it hadn't been around that long yet. Um, so I put that in the and then and then I put some three cups of spinach inside this big bowl. Put some masala sauce, like I put some, I put half, I put half of the spinach in. Then I put the masala sauce on and put some shredded cheddar cheese. I don't right? need the whole food blogger version. Yeah, but so then I, so then basically then I put some cheese on top and had, had had that and then I had salmon. I mean that's a solid move. Salmon and spinach is like. Peas and carrots, Jenny. Yeah, I put, I put, uh, I put, I put, this, and, and the salmon was, was put into the air fryer. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Air fryer, all that. We're we're eventually gonna have an episode where we just put things in the air fryer. Right, it's going to be epic. But it is. This episode has gone on too long already, so it's time to shut it down. Not as long as the Oscars, though. Well, no, but, you know, pretty soon they're going to start playing us off the stage. So. Yeah, we'll start snapping each other from a distance. <laughs> oh! Oh! The Rock says this! Know your role! And shut your mouth! Take that advice. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to this weird-ass episode. It's Elliot faces at me. Of this podcast is none of those things. Check us out on social media, on Facebook at none of those things, on Instagram at this dot go brother, <laughs> on Twitter at this underscore those. Drop us an email. This podcast is none of those things at gmail.com. We put out our episode ads with the Spotify link, but we are on Apple. We are on Amazon. We're on Audible even. Oh my God, Elliot's dropping the gun show on me. I got, I got like, you know, Much the, of the, 20, show. the 20 millimeter, 20 millimeter guns. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> So, thank you for listening. Hit us with the uh, ratings on Apple and on Spotify. Tell your friends. Drop us a review. And we will see you next time. Yep.